Hey, it's Annie. Welcome to Finding Annie Surviving Narcissism and Abuse. Thank you ever so much for joining me on today's podcast. Today's podcast is going through and discussing the real importance of no contact talking about the grief that is surrounding that and also the guilt that can come with that because I know for myself I felt so guilty it was just huge it was the most hardest decision I have ever had to make and believe you me, I've had to make a few. And even now I can feel the tears coming. Oh, I get a bit emotional on that. But I think it's because for me at that point, it's saying goodbye um, without actually saying goodbye. And I'm not very good with the word goodbye. I never have been. I'm more like, see you soon. So goodbye always brings me to tears. Um, but it, 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 to me, it's like it's like a death and although the person is still around they haven't actually passed away the other thing that I will talk about today is the importance of truly healing and the absolute opportunity and the gift that going no contact really gives you and also just looking at the healing phase so no contact like I just said, it was one of the most difficult things that I have ever had to do. It really was, and I antagonized over that. Well, it felt like forever, but it was definitely a good few months. And the reason for it was I just honestly could not take any more the mixed messages. I couldn't take the manipulation I couldn't handle being lied to anymore I couldn't just basically it was just way too hard for me and then finding out that you know he'd been seeing this person behind my back for a period of time and you know and then having and asking her to move into the family home and the thing around it, what was the final straw was he'd asked this person to move into the family home and at the same time had asked me to move in downstairs. And I was just absolutely mortified. So he will tell you he was doing that to help me out. And what the context of all of that was was during our financial separation he had the main home and I took our investment property and with the way that real estate was at that particular point it was going through the roof so he was suggesting that I sell the property and I could move in downstairs because our family home is a pole home and that he would build me basically a granny flat downstairs and I could move in there until such times that the market would drop and again like I'd said he'd invited her the person whom he'd been seeing behind my back even when we were still together to move in upstairs 
I honestly, that was the final straw because there was no regard for my emotions. There were no regard for how that could and would emotionally impact the children. And also I felt like it was really also disrespectful to his girlfriend. I mean, even though she's broken the sisterhood code and cheated with him on me, um, I still felt that that was really disrespectful um, for her. I don't think she'd appreciate having the, the former wife well, actually, I'm still his wife, living downstairs. Um, I don't think she'd be very impressed about that at all. So, you know, there was just so many things that I just was like, oh, I, I'm not, I, I can't, I just, I cannot do that. And I'm not about to put myself in that situation. So I didn't. And so it was basically after that, um, that I just went, I, I can't, I can't do this. And so I did, I cut all contact. I didn't give him a heads up. I just did it. I blocked him from all my social media. I blocked his emails and I blocked his phone because I knew at that point that if I continued going on that particular path of him being still in contact with me, that it would just ultimately end up destroying me and I was a mess already so going no contact um it like I said was the most painful thing ever it was like to me like it was a death I felt such guilt around going no contact because a I didn't even have a conversation to tell him why the other thing was I felt such guilt because, you know, I'd basically been still talking to this person every single day and he was such a huge part of my life. Like I've said in previous episodes, we had been together since I was 17 years of age. Um, so it was really, really hard because I've been with this person for more than half my life. So it's such a difficult, difficult stage. So I completely understand if you are at the moment going, ah, oh, I know to go no contact, but, 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 but the thing is this, you are the most important person right at this point. You truly are because they're not going to... Well, they're not worried about your emotional well-being. I'll put it that way. They do not have the emotional intelligence nor the understanding. The other thing is this. You need to heal. And going no contact gives you that opportunity to step away from the situation and to truly heal. You get that opportunity to see that person for who they really are and this is where through the grieving process and pulling it all back that you can get to the point of feeling compassion for them understanding and also the realization and the importance that this relationship 
is over, why it's over, and why it had to happen. The other thing is going no contact gives you the opportunity to have a life that you truly want. It gives you the opportunity to truly be happy and find that inner peace. Everything is an inside job and the most important relationship that you can ever have is the relationship with yourself. You are with yourself 24-7. So it's really, really important to get to know you for who you really are and what do you want? What is it that you want? You have this absolutely brand new chapter, this brand new book that you get to write and direct your own your own life, your own stage, your own whatever you want to call it. You get to really and totally drive your own bus. So where do you want to go? What do you want to do? Who do you want to become? And I know for me, sitting there going, all right, the relationship's over. And acceptance, I think that was probably the biggest thing is getting there and accepting. Okay, the relationship is over. I still have a lot of love for that person. And believe you me, with the grief, I really had to release guilt. I had to release anger, hurt, and all of that. Um, And like I've said in the previous episode releasing especially that anger and that guilt there was a lot of conversations mirror work punching the pillows etc but I now truly had that opportunity to decide what I wanted to do because I was free and it's the same for you once you go through no contact Once you have that time and space, and that quote is, you know, time is the best healer. Once you absolutely have that opportunity to release all that healing grief, and believe you me, grief comes in stages. You know, there'll be moments there where you feel like you have completely gotten through the grief and you think you're over it, and then boom, balaka, before you know it, you've sort of started to fall down the rabbit hole again. There will definitely be something. It comes and goes in stages. But the beautiful thing about grief is it also gives you the opportunity to truly grow and see who you are. You get to see the vulnerability, but you also get to see the inner strength that you actually have. And that is something that I honestly was in complete awe of myself was looking at how strong I truly was And there were definitely times and moments where I felt like there was no light at the end of the tunnel and I felt like this was going to go on forever. You know, you're taking five steps forwards and four steps back. But in actual fact, when and even now, when I actually look back over that whole period of time, I realise how much I have actually grown, how much I have actually evolved and who I really am. I know exactly who I am. I'm not perfect. I'm perfectly imperfect. None of us are perfect. And again, you know, whose benchmark are you holding up to perfect? Because my version of perfect to your version of perfect is probably very different. So do not even try to be perfect. Um, You are perfect just the way you are. 
but you have this opportunity where you can really look at that look at the growth be in awe of the steps that you have taken the choices that you have made the decisions that you get to make now that you're on your own and you're in charge of your own life um, which is something that is exhilarating but on the same token it can be really quite scary especially when you've stepped out of a relationship with a narcissist and I know for me that was really daunting the most hardest question I ever had to deal with was what do I want and I'd sit there and I'd be like what do I want I don't know I don't know what the hell I want. I'm so used to, you know, being in a relationship with someone and to keep him happy, I would just do whatever he wanted. And he would ask, don't get me wrong. He'd be like, all right, well, what do you want to do today? And I'd be like, oh, well, you know, and I might make a couple of suggestions, but nine times out of 10, I would just be making suggestions that I knew would appeal to him. Didn't really appeal to me. And even if I did make suggestions that I wanted to do, more often than not, we didn't end up doing that. So, you know, <laughs> I mean, sometimes we did, but most of the time we didn't. But because I was such a people pleaser and because I had no boundaries um, and basically just allowed him to do whatever he wanted, I just did whatever he wanted. That's what I did. And that's not good because when we are a people pleaser and we are going around making everybody else happy what we end up doing is we end up making ourselves so goddamn miserable and I know that that was something that I had to truly get comfortable with was learning to set boundaries and knowing that it was okay to say no for other things and for other relationships you know with friendships and so now I know that you know if I'm invited out to places and I don't feel like going and I'm feeling drained I just go you know thanks but I'm feeling really drained and I just I can't go today and it's important to have that honesty but it's just important to honor yourself and honor your boundaries you still need to socialize we still need to so make sure you do that I'm not suggesting to just stay holed up in your house even though you're comfortable to do that it's important to start carving a life out for you which again is quite scary because you don't know what to do and I know I certainly didn't know <laughs> what I wanted to do because again I was so used to doing everything to keep everybody happy so what I did do is one of those processes was I got out a big sheet of paper and I put in the middle the question, what do I want? And I just sat there and I closed my eyes and I took a few deep breaths and then just I allowed the words to come out onto the paper. What did I want? What did Annie really want? What does Annie want now moving forward? Ask yourself those questions. Write it down. Do not even think about it. Just close your eyes and just let the words come out. And sometimes the words won't make sense and you just write them down anyway because it's when you are then sitting there 
looking at those words that you go, oh, actually, I feel really excited about this. Oh, mm, yeah, I could do that later maybe, but I feel more excited about doing this. And I know for me, I'd always wanted to go off after I'd first discovered Louise Hay and her work with Dr. Wayne Dyer and Hay House and all of that. I'd wanted to go and train to do the work that I'm doing now. So going no contact, I was able to do that. And honestly, it was one of the biggest and the most greatest gifts that I could ever gift myself because I am so incredibly honored, grateful and blessed that I am working with the most incredible women who show me every single day just how brave and strong they really are. And they're sitting there and they're in tears and they're a mess and they're like, I can't do this. And I'm like, oh yeah, you can. I know you can. And it's so beautiful when they start to see their own light shine. Uh, honestly, it really is beautiful. So I really do, and this is why I say to my clients, if you can, really try to go no contact to really give yourself that opportunity to heal because you honestly now have the opportunity to just, you get to create your own life. And that's exactly what it is. I don't have to answer to anybody, just me, myself and I. And as much as that really used to scare me, I'm actually really liking it. I'm loving that I have this responsibility and everything stops and starts with me. I've never had that. So honestly, uh, like <laughs> I'm sitting here now with a big smile on my face because I am doing exactly what I wanted to do. And it started with, you know, getting through the grieving process and, you know, and don't get me wrong, there are still definitely moments where I have those little melancholy moments and grief sometimes will raise, raise itself up and I acknowledge the feeling, but I honestly get just to, I rule my own world, baby. And I can tell you now, I'm really, I'm really happy um, you know, everything is just completely different. And I don't even truly recognize the old Annie, you know, I'm, there's still a lot of stuff there, but I've truly realized a lot of things about myself. And, you know, I said earlier, it's, I, I have this amazing inner strength and this amazing, I guess patience but the other thing is is the compassion and the understanding that I have now gained from you know all the experiences the people I've met and the training I've done but also just from everything I've gone through you know I have just a huge amount of compassion and understanding for who you know my former partner really is what he's about, who he's about, um, and for our situation and our, and our journey. And honestly, I've said it previously and I've said it before, I am honestly so grateful to him. He has been 
you know, my absolute greatest teacher. And I really hope that you can get to that point too, where you can see that, you know, your situation and how it has been and truly is your greatest teacher as well. Because honestly, it's such a great space to be in. The other thing that really helped me getting through the whole no contact and the grieving was really plugging into um, different podcasts, different books, mainly books, especially books from, you know, the likes of Louise Hay. Louise Hay um, and David, oh, I cannot, sorry, his surname, I've forgotten, um, but it's um, Healing Your Heart is a really great book too to, to really help you get through um, plugging into Melanie Tonya Evans uh, regarding narcissism and of course you know having conversations with therapists and friends and family and things like that have been absolutely really important you can do this honestly you will get through it and going no contact even though it's the most hardest decision that you'll ever make it is also the greatest gift that you were ever 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 going to give yourself because the healing it's ugly it's not pretty but it takes you on a journey that honestly I can't even describe just immerse yourself in the journey cry if you feel like crying sleep when you feel like sleeping punch the pillow when you feel like punching the pillow if you feel like you want to you know join workshops or do a go on a retreat or change career direction or anything like that then then do it you now have this opportunity to work towards things that you truly want to do and I know even for me my relationships with my friends are at a completely different level you know friends have sort of come in and new friends have come like I should say sorry friends have come in friends have come out um you know and I really look at life now as a picnic blanket and you're in charge as to who gets to sit on your picnic blanket and I know for me I've got you know friends that I've been friends with for a very long time whom have been just my absolute rocks and then I've got people who have come into my life over the past few years whom I feel like I've known an absolute lifetime because of the journey that you know that I've been on um, there are people there who have seriously just been absolute earth angels and who share my love for doing the work that I do um, I'm really surrounded by the best group of people I really am and same with my family my relationships with my family is a different connection in the sense of it's deeper it's more appreciative um, it's just a it's just a really great space to be so the healing aspect that comes from no contact I honestly I just I can't even put into words and I know I sure as hell cannot put a money monetary value on that so just keep working on you yeah there are definitely going to be moments where you feel like you've taken five steps forward and four steps back but the thing is you are still moving forward and the most important thing is even when you do 
feel like reaching out to your former partner your or the narc it doesn't even have to be your former partner is send a text message to your friend and say I, I want to send this or or write that letter but do not do not engage because the second you do that is the second that they start to sort of hook you back in and even though you might be feeling strong enough and feel that you're not going to be hooked in they are so good they really are they are so good at mirroring you and telling you what you really want to hear and it you really need to be basically fully healed or strong enough within yourself to know what they're doing and to realize and I think I said this in the first maybe in the first episode you know it was pointed out to me just always remember these two things they either play the victim or the hero and when they're being nice to you just remember there's an end game and it's always to their benefit which is so true um, and setting up those emotional boundaries is really really important I will definitely talk about that next session and next session I will also discuss you know the relationship with yourself and why it's so incredibly important and talk about the importance of self-care and what self-care truly is and what it really does look like again if you would like to contact me then please reach out to Annie A-N-N-I Neil N-E-I-L-L on Facebook or you can send me an email at mahalo M-A-H-A-L-O living L-I-V-I-N-G at iCloud.com or you will find me on Instagram under mahalo M-A-H-A-L-O underscore living L-I-V-I-N-G and again Thank you ever, ever so much for listening to my podcast. I wish you the most incredible week. And if you'd like to join one of my workshops or you'd like to know more about the workshops or any of the coaching that I do offer, then please feel free to reach out. Again, take care of you. Thank you so much for listening and sending so much love. Chat to you next week.